Hello, hello, and welcome to Navigating Preteen Ministry. It's Sam Beam here. Yep, same guy, same voice, just chilling. That's what's going on here in the preteen world. How about you? How are you guys doing? Just wanted to check in and figure out how it's going. I hope it's good, you know? Anyways, I'm recording this on, what day is it? December 17th, so this will come out. And, uh... Next time you hear me on Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve, right, 24th, should have one up for you guys then, but it's almost Christmas. I don't know about you guys, but most wonderful time of the year. I am full Christmas. I've been celebrating since November. It's been a doozy. Um, so I am super excited to be here with you guys today. I appreciate you listening in. Um, so let's get this party started today. I wanted to um, shout out... Um, <coughs> So today I wanted to shout out, as always, we are going to be jumping into our shout out for the day. Um, Our shout out is going to go to Ryan Frank today. Um, He did an awesome uh, podcast. He's got it on podcast and he's got it on Facebook, I believe. But he did a 21 for 2021, just a load of advice for you guys as leaders um, and kidmen to prepare for next year. And so uh, I wanted to give that to you guys, uh, let you guys know that that resource is there. And it's actually part of uh, some of the inspiration for today's, uh, what we're talking about later today. So go check that out. I'll have it in the show notes. It is Ryan Frank's 21 for 2021. Um, And today's tidbit, my little story for the day, I wanted to talk about appreciating people. You see, in the preteen world, there is a very specific type of person that can connect with students, right? I've had uh, communicators, especially in the realm of communicators, uh, who just kind of fall flat, right? Um, They stick to the script and they're glued to it or uh, they just don't have personality or energy that connects with the students and everyone teaches in a different way. And so, there's nothing wrong with that, but there are places where they are gifted better, and preteen ministry might not be it. But um, I wanted to talk about appreciating people because there are volunteers that do that. I had an awesome high schooler who um, really just does a great job leading and teaching, and it had been a while since he'd been up there, so I had him up there and just reminded how great he was, and so I wanted to um, just express gratitude, uh, be genuine. So uh, that's a short little tidbit, but... Um, appreciate those volunteers, especially the ones that um, connect well. Don't don't neglect those who don't connect as well. Let me clarify that one right there. Um, but make sure that you're encouraging your volunteers. Make sure that they know um, you appreciate them. It's been, uh, for me, crazy year. And so I let all my volunteers know, like, thank you for being with me because I'm new to the ministry. So we're navigating that all together. Make sure that those who connect, make sure that those who um love well are loved well back um, because they're people and they need that they need to know they're doing well and they need to know that uh you appreciate them uh it really helps so that's today's story quick easy simple so we're going to jump in to what i want to talk about uh so new year right so what's next what do we do next and hopefully you've got an idea um, for next year, but I wanted to give some tips on how to do that. Uh, we call it uh, vision casting here at our church. Um, maybe it's just 
calendar year planning or figuring out what you want to do, but I have some steps for how to vision cast and prepare for 2021. Now, I'm going to start that with a disclaimer, okay? We vision cast for 2020 as well. And everybody knows that that did not go like we were expecting. So when we vision cast, especially now, vision cast with alternatives, okay? This is not something we've ever had to do before, but now is the time to start doing that. What is your backup plan? What are you going to do if we have to uh, quarantine again? What are we going to do if we have to self-isolate again? What are you going to do if two weeks before your event, you come in contact with somebody and have to quarantine? You need to be thinking about those things throughout this year. Now, if you've seen the news, you know that vaccines going around, we're, you know, and if, in a little bit, we might be there, but we're not there yet. So make sure for all of 2021 that you're prepared for alternatives because 2020 showed us that anything could happen. So with that disclaimer, let's jump in to the three things, ooh, four things that I have today. The first I want you to do, and it's a great practice, is write the three biggest accomplishments you did in 2020. This is one of the tips that I got from Ryan Frank in his video that I talked about earlier, but... Talk about the three biggest accomplishments for 2020. You may be seeing 2020 as a total failure, right? Your church attendance has dropped uh, statistically by about 50%, um, if not more. You're getting about 30% of your um, usual uh, group size, right? Uh, we're averaging about 20 students here. and We probably had 70 80 um back in uh january when we started each sunday morning uh so you it's easy to see the negatives but i want you to look at the positives right look at the positives for us we created an online service that i don't want to brag but is really great for students um it's something we didn't have before. We uploaded live streams or like we, we uploaded videos of our of our service, but it was just a camera taking a video of the service. So we created an interactive environment for our students online. That's one of the things that I am most thankful for and one thing we accomplished in 2020. And it's something we're going to continue to do, right? To minister to that online community. So write those down, write the big three that you did, okay? Take pride in that. That sets a positive light on 2021 and it helps you just get into the right mind, to the right mental focus, okay? So first one, write your three biggest accomplishments for 2020, okay? Second, write a vision statement. If you do not have a vision statement for your ministry in general, you need to write that, right? Our job in my ministry is to teach students to love God, love others, and love the church, right? So they have three goals, love God, love others, love the church. If my ministry is not pointing students to that, then I am not doing my ministry right, okay? So love God, love others, love the church. What is your ministry's uh, main point? What are y'all going for? So um, make sure you have a vision statement for your ministry in general. And then have a specific vision statement for the year. What are you trying to improve? Now, this needs to be a short one to two sentence vision statement, okay? You don't need a paragraph. This doesn't have to be a book because you want to be able to 
run everything that you're doing through that vision statement. For me this year, my vision statement, my desire is to grow communities within my four, five, six. I want to grow parents. I want to grow volunteers and I want to grow life groups, right? And so my entire uh, vision for 2021 is to reach the end of 2021 and have my volunteer groups, my parent groups, and my student groups closer knit than the year before. So I'm going to run all of my events through that, right? If I want to do an event, I'm going to think, how can I grow parents together in this event, right? Can I get them coordinated to help plan it? How can I get my volunteers growing closer? Do we have a pre-service event where we get to hang out with volunteers? Do we encourage volunteers to work together, right? How am I going to do that? And then how am I going to grow small groups together? Do we have small group-based services? Do we have small group-based events, et cetera, et cetera? What do we do to make that? So write your vision statement. And then, like I said, third point, create a list, right? Start planning with that vision statement as the basis. So first, we're reflecting on 2020 with positive light, three big accomplishments. Second, uh, write your vision statement. What is your goal for 2021? Third, create your vision plan, create your vision cast, your, your 2020 calendar with that vision statement in mind. How can you incorporate your ministry's vision into every single event that you do, right? I have a a move-up day. We do a a special celebration for students who are moving up, and so I'm in the process of planning. How do I invite these third graders that are coming into fourth grade now into this community, and how do I make it warm and welcoming and inviting for them? So that is I'm filtering it through that vision statement, right? And lastly, fourth, organize your uh, everything, pretty much your 2020 vision into a tier list. Um, So this came from one of our staff meetings and our staff took it from some other person, right? Just, I don't know the, the, the chain of events that happened, but there is a tier list in ministry that you need to have in the forefront of your mind at all times, right? There are three basic tiers, and the analogy is we are all on a boat together, right? Uh, And there are three tiers of importance, right? There are things that we have to do in our ministry that keep them afloat, right? What in your ministry are you doing that if you stopped your ministry, your boat would sink? Second is what in your ministry will make your boat float better, right? What will make you more efficient? What will make you better? But if it doesn't happen, your boat will still float. And third, what will make it nicer to be on the boat? What's going to be more enjoyable but doesn't have to happen? And those are your three tier lists. So for 2020, plan that out, right? One of the biggest draws for 456 is the week-long camp that we get to have. Uh, it's Camp Kid Jam. If you go to it, um, the preteens love it. They love the camp. They love getting go to, to go do that. So our ministry would not be as effective, right? Our ministry would not be able to float as well without that. So that's a tier one event for our year. Now, 
COVID happened. And if you don't know, um, the people who run Camp Kid Jam, they canceled all their events throughout the year. So we're done. There's That's not happening. So it's my job now knowing that that camp is a major thing for our ministry. It's my job now to go find a camp, right? Maybe it's a local camp. I've been looking at local camps or another camp that's doing these events because that's a tier one that is a floating boat kind of issue for my ministry. So I need to make sure that that is getting done and getting done so that my ministry can be effective. Tier two, right? Things that are enjoyable that make it float better. I have a lot of uh, life group oriented events throughout the year for me uh, that are important. And so I want those because that helps my life groups function on a better level. That helps us, um, you know, grow together as community. That helps leaders grow together. Um, So it's something that makes my boat float better. But if one or two of those have to go, it's not going to be the end of the world. It's not going to be catastrophic. Our ministry isn't going to fail. So second tier, remember, it's making your boat float better. Life group events are huge for preteens, especially. Having that community is huge, but... There are other opportunities to do it. They get to do it every Sunday. They get to do it on Wednesdays. So those are middle tier. Those are second tier. They make the boat float better. That makes my ministry better, but it is not vital. Finally, third tier, what would make it nicer to be on the boat? What would be nice for it to happen? Um, And so for me, that's less events and more how the events take place. So uh, we normally do a move up event and we take our students somewhere. We used to go to a trampoline park or, or whatever, but now that's probably not gonna happen this year. So it would be nice to go to a trampoline park, but what we'll end up doing is probably something in house. So next is, you know, what would be nice? What would make the ship float? What in your, um, in your plan can you substitute? Can you sub out and it won't the end of the world. Um, I said there's four points. I'm so sorry. I was incorrect. There are five points here. The fifth is share this vision with your team, okay? I'm meeting with a volunteer today. She's one of my A-plus star, 10 out of 10 leaders. Uh, She is going over and we're just talking about the vision. We're talking about 2021 for for my ministry and that's important. Uh, Share it with your team. Uh, You don't have to go into vast details with your team, but have a vision statement like you wrote you can edit it you can do whatever but have a vision statement for your volunteers and then share it with them over and over and over um forget what president said this there's a president quote that you probably all know but he talks about sharing right and so he says like share it until um, the first people are tired of it. When the first people are tired of it, share it with the second people. And when they're tired of it, share it with the third. And when they're tired of it, share it with the fourth. So the same tier applies, right? Share it with your volunteers until your volunteers are tired of hearing it. And when your volunteers are tired of hearing it, share it until the students are tired of hearing it. And then when the students are tired of hearing it, share it till the parents are tired of hearing it. And when the parents are tired of hearing it, your vision statement has been successfully transmitted to the ministry and you are able to be confident that this vision will be executed so 
overshare your vision. I have a VIP meeting, uh, vision implementation implementation and planning is what we call it. It's basically our pre-service meeting. I have one every single week. That's when I get to talk with my volunteers. And so in 2021, when that happens, they're going to hear that every single week of what our vision is, what our plan is, and how we're going to execute that. So figure that out, okay? So I'm going to run through the five one more time, and then we'll be done. So you guys rock for listening this long. I appreciate you. First, write your big three for 2020. What did you accomplish? What did you get done? Okay, it's important. Second, write a vision statement. What is your goal for 2021? What are you hoping to do, to change, to improve, whatever? Write that out. Third is create a list with your vision statement as the basis for it all, right? So create your calendar, create your plan for the year, and filter it through that vision statement. Fourth, make sure that you remember your tiers while planning, right? What has to happen, what would you like to happen, and what would be nice if it happened? Not everything has to happen, so don't get caught up on that. And fifth, share it with your team. Overshare, go crazy, whatever you need to do. But make sure that your team knows your plan so that they're able to execute it as well. So thank you so much, guys, uh, for watching once again. I appreciate every single one of you for listening. um, And I will see you guys next week.